Hello everybody, welcome back to How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast. Just want to say thank you for all the listeners for last week. Yeah, massive thank you to everyone that listened, everyone that sent messages of support, saying how they enjoyed the podcast. Which we're going to use a few of them. We are, we've had a few today. come in for Chopper of the Week, which is good. And But we just really appreciate you guys and, and we hope that you continue to enjoy the podcast week on week. So what have we got today, Alex? Well, me first and say, we said at the start that we were doing it on a Thursday, but kind of our genius idea, well, it's my idea at the start being Thursday. Josh was like, you do realise tournaments start on a Thursday. So like, if we do a Masters preview, which we will be talking about today, the tournament's already started. So Not just a pretty face here, lad. <laughs> Not just a pretty so face. So we're, we're going to update this. Every podcast will come out every single Wednesday. So not Thursday, everybody, Wednesday. So it means actually this one's out a little bit quicker than you thought. So what you can expect today, we've got Chopper of the Week. We've got two stories in which we've had sent in. One of them's absolutely hilarious and actually includes an amateur champion, a British amateur champion, a person who's played at the Masters, which is pretty cool. Um, we've got Tour Trash Talk. We've got our Masters preview on how my pick, Jordan Spieth, missed the cut. Hell of a pick, Alex. Uh, also, what's your beef coming up? Including, Peter's, I'm going to say a little bit of it now. Leave your bag in the right spot, people. Leave your bag in the right spot. And then finally, into Tech Talk, we're talking about what's in the bag for Tiger Woods. Uh, and a little bit of reviews of, um, I guess you call them rangefinders, watches, all that kind of stuff. So let's get into it. Let's start off with Chopper of the Week. And Josh is going to uh, run this away because it's your boss, isn't it, mate? It is my <laughs> boss. So... I witnessed this story firsthand. By the okay. way, sorry to interrupt. I just realised because someone said to us last week we sounded really mank, and oh. I was gone in it, mate. In I know, it, mate. so <laughs> conscious of it now as well. <laughs> We're talking the Papa Queen's English, everybody, for you. So, my boss listened to the podcast last week, and he he loved it. And he said to me, the first thing he said, he called me. He was like, I think it was great. Get me on that chopper of the week. I deserve to be on it for what happened in this story. So, bit of backstory to it. My boss started playing golf after lockdown. So to be fair to him, considering he's only been playing since the end of the first lockdown, he's not doing too bad. He's not doing too bad. Are you being kind there because you're your boss? No. No, no, no. I'm not being kind at all. I'm not being kind at all. He's doing okay, but he knows. He understands that it takes time. He's got to learn, but he's putting the time in to learn, right? And he loves it. He absolutely constantly just talking about golf. He loves it to the point of he's joined a networking like company that is called Four Business, mm-hmm. and they just they play golf and you network. Is it like Four as in Four, four Business? Yeah, oh, have right. an idea of that, like that. So, but you go and it's a network event, but you play in a four ball and you go around and you networking, right? But you get a, a round at the course that you're like assigned to, like where home, you can like bring, your home club, where your home club, yeah, yeah right. where you can bring customers. Mm-hmm. and like use it and network and things like that so dave turns to me and he goes right josh got two customers let's go and play at hilston hall let's go and play okay we'll take these two customers around bit of networking bit of chit chat play golf have some lunch right sounds like a brilliant day of work doesn't it that? oh <laughs> absolutely lucky me lucky me so you're being so careful here by the way <laughs> so <laughs> we we turn up it was a bit grim to start the day and where this was it at? What golf club? At Hilston Hall. Oh, it's not. Right, over Normskirk. Lovely course. Really, really nice. So we're playing and we, we get round and Dave will say it himself, he doesn't hit it a million miles, but he's only been playing 
eight weeks at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so we're on the eleventh hole, right? I'm going to cut to the chase. We're on the eleventh hole, and put it this way: Dave's not having the best round he's ever had, and we're still on, we're still on the tee box, still on the tee box, and he duffs it off the tee, right? What par three, par four, par five? Par five. Right. Duffs it off the tee into the long grass at the front, but that's not the that's not the funny bit. So he's getting a bit wound up at this point, right? Getting a bit what do you up. do? Is like imagine that's like your ball. What, what Just wait, you... mate. He gets worse, right? Gets, getting a bit wound up. Find the ball, and he duffs it again, right? But obviously he's wound up at this point, and he hoys the club, like throws the club down the fairway, <laughs> right? Throws the club further than You're the like, ball, further than the ball went, right? Yeah, so the, the club's gone about. The, club, the ball's gone about 15 yards, the club's gone about 30 yards, right? <laughs> but he follows this throwing the club with, and I can't say the words, but it was expletive, 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 stain, right? <laughs> and, and I'm stood there oh, and I'm thinking, mate, I'm stood there and I'm thinking, I'm stood there with two customers and I look, look around at these customers and we're, we're all just stood there like dead straight faces, trying, you know not, it, trying not to laugh. Right? You know what it is, right? When somebody in your group's having an absolute mare, it's one of them, isn't it? Like, if it's, if it's a little bit bad, you're a bit like, bloody hell, he's not playing great today. If it's really bad, it's no, really hard not to laugh. It was, it was how, it was how the, the worst of it was, was the ball went further. The, the club went further than the ball. And I'm sure one of the customers turned around and went, bloody hell, that club's gone a long way. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and it carries on. So it, it, Dave goes and gets his club, walks back to the ball, hits it again. Same thing happens. He's in his own head. It is, isn't it? Same thing happens. Absolutely dissolving now. Dissolved, dissolved. Gone. Gone. Club goes again, and I just look at the customers, I just start laughing. But in the, the first instance, I was like, what do I do here? He's look, my boss is losing his head in front of these customers. But, Are these like like big customers of yours? Like reasonably, yeah. And like they, to be fair to them, and to be fair to Dave, he laughed it off, and it was hilarious at the time. Like, and I hope I've done it justice, but I've never seen someone throw the ball further than the club's gone. No, no throw no, the club further than oh, the ball's gone. You just ruined the whole story. No, you just absolutely destroyed yourself. Oh, throwing the ball. <laughs> I've never, Get your I've words never out, seen mate. anyone. <laughs> Throw the club further and the ball went. So fair dues to you, Dave. Yeah, but what do you do as your boss? Like, imagine that's now, it's 11th hole, you said, right? 11th hole. So 11th hole, you've got you've got six, seven holes left to go. Plenty of golf left. What are you doing there? You're like, come on, come on, Dave. Shh. Come on, like, because you're a reasonably good golfer. Like, you could probably give him a little bit of advice. What do you do? Yeah, like, the thing is, I'm cautious of that. I don't want to... No, no, I know you're cautious of it, but like... I don't want to feel like I'm like giving him advice when he's being coached and he's got a coach and all this and that. So... I'm very cautious of that, but I also, of course, have been in his ear saying, come on, Dave, bloody customers are here. Like, obviously, I'm yeah, not going to do you that. Can't, you can't tell your exactly. boss I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. But it was it was hilarious. Honestly. And, the, and to be honest, they found it even funnier than I did. I was a bit like, I can't laugh. But they were they were howling about the second one. So, so yeah, well done, Dave. You made it into Chopper of the Week. <laughs> Nomination number one. I just like how careful you were going to start with that. Like, this guy's my boss. I can't really go in on him. Please don't. Please don't think of me bad. Oh. I actually had to send him a text saying, are you sure you have to be in it? So. <laughs> so, Dave, there you go. I mean, that's a hell of a story. And remember, guys, like, we, this is exactly what we want. We want to hear stories that you're going to send in to us. So, 
Ah, I need to forgot our email then. How to ruin a good walk at gmail.com. Yep. Josh, give me the heads up there. That is correct. Fire your stories in. Like we got sent loads in last week. So thank you for everybody that sent them in. We will work through them. Uh, we're just going to pick out two of the best ones each week. And that being the first one. Okay. Second one comes from, I'm right in saying uh, he's now a PJ professional yes. at um, JCB, which is like yes. one of the most exclusive golf clubs. I'm going to say in the UK kind of thing. Apart from I like mean... the Wisley or the Berkshire, whatever kind of those kind of places. But, this place is pretty cool. Like, yeah. It's like 100 members serious. or something like that. It's a serious, serious place, and I'd love to play there. Um... So, James, yeah, if you, uh, <laughs> this is our, we've already pissed you about three or four times. So, we'll do the podcast there. We'll film it there. Yes. We'll play some golf. Yes, you, you can, can be on, on it. it. Yeah, <laughs> hey, there we go. Great man, think alike. Yeah, look at that. We're begging for a round here. Just let me play that. Is it 16th one with the water on? I think it's 16th. Like that. It looks pretty good. Just let me play that hole. But, so this story comes from. When James was at his, the club beforehand at Close House. Which is still Unbelievable, place. of course. Right. So let, let's just set the scene. So he's about to play golf with uh, a former British amateur champion. So bear in mind, if you're a British amateur champion, you've played in the Open as an amateur. you play at the Masters as an amateur. Like, it's a, it's a freaking serious big deal. player. He's yeah. a serious player. Big, big deal. He was playing. This guy was playing Challenge Tour at the time and now has a full European Tour card. And... Last week, or maybe two weeks ago now, he finished fourth um, in the Scottish. On fourth is his best finish in the European Tour. So, pretty, pretty, well, very good player. Can you tell me who it is? Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a big leader there, wasn't it? It was, yeah. <laughs> and drum roll, please. Uh, Garrick Porteous. And the, the funny thing about this story is I've spent quite a bit of time with Garrick when I was caddying. And he's he's one of the, he's a, well, he's a really nice guy. Very, very good golfer. And he... Well, anyway, let's just get into the story. Let's get into the story, Alex. I'm just sort of kind of talking about crap there, aren't I? So, so James, who sent this story in, he was working at club, uh, Close House at the time and one of the assistant pros there had come to him saying, James, I'm playing with Garrick later on today. Obviously, this, this assistant pro knows Garrick quite well. You should come and play. So James like, yes. Imagine getting that call up. You're thinking yeah. all week, thinking, right, I've got to play well there. I'm playing with at the But time, James is a pro as well. This yeah, yeah, James, yeah. Is a, James is a PJ pro. He's a very, very good golfer. Um, I've played a couple of times with James. He's a very good golfer. And he, so he's, he's sent this story and he's saying he was rushing around all day trying to get finished for the end of the day. They're teeing off at five o'clock, right? So he's getting to 10 to five. He's mad busy rushing around the office trying to get everything sorted. Gets the call past five. Still running around, isn't he? Still running around the office. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, I can feel, James, I'd be flustered as anything. 20 past five, he's only just getting his clubs out of the car. Oh, I can just imagine stood on the tee waiting for him. It's a bit similar to your story last week. And it makes me feel a lot better about my story. So thank you very much, James. So rushes onto the tee. See, it's different to my story, though, because I didn't rush onto the tee. I wish I had rushed onto the tee. I took the 40 so, uh, minutes you, to prepare. You did the opposite. Yeah, which was ridiculous. Off the tee and, and still had a load of preparation. So, James walks on the tee, trying to make a good impression. Bear in mind, he's 20, 25 minutes late. Hi, Not Garrick. a good first impression, Hi, Garrick. I'm James. Sorry, I'm late. Like shaking. Hi, Garrick. Nice to meet you. So, Paul's three wood. He explained the hole was pretty straightforward, par four on the Philly. At Close I'm, House. I've never played there, but that's how we described it. So if you know that, then great. Pretty straightforward par four. He said he probably could have taken an iron, played it safe. But no, no. I, ima- I, iron, imagine, I imagine the others had warmed up properly, absolutely 
belted three wood down there. So James Field, he's got to do the same. Got to do the same. Got to do the same. So pegs up his three wood. Do that, lad. No practice swings. Probably doing practicing, but no swinging in the net. Not warmed up. And what does he do? Does the old Josh Kinder, doesn't he? Little Toppington. Little topper off the tee. Nobs it 15 yards. And I can, I feel you. James, I feel you. I just want that ground to slow you up. Even more so than, than mine. You know, the best thing about this is, you're turning up, you're playing with someone who's a really good player, you're like, crap, I've got to play well, I've got to play well. Like, you get, guess if you're relating to this, like you've got that single figure or category one player at your golf club, you're turning up, playing them on a Saturday, thinking, right, I've got to play yeah. well, I've got to play well, I've got to play well. Ah, knob it. Knob it. Uh, but thing. then, the worst thing for James is, like, Garrick knows he's a pro, yeah. <laughs> and expecting, like, oh, you know what, I'm going playing with three pros, it'd be a decent game, this, and he tops it off the first. thing going through Garrick's head is, freaking hell, I've got, eight, <laughs> I've got nine holes in this lad, I've got 18 holes. This guy's a right chopper, typical PJ pro, never plays, can't play, bloody hell. Did he save himself, though? I think there's a good ending to the story. Yeah, very good ending to the story. He said he took... Walked up into the rough, 15 yards out of the ball, not made the fairway. Um, three iron out of the bag. Wait, wasn't he just in front of the yellow tees as well? Yeah, so they're obviously playing off the very back tees, so he's in between the whites and the yellows at this point. Hell of a um, job, hell of a job. I'm surprised he didn't tell you to take your pants down because you not made it past the women's, to be fair. Whoa, mate, that's a bit... But... That's a... Whoa. <laughs> whoa. But... Takes three out of his bag, sticks it 60 yards short of the green, and manages to get up and down for a par, and they all made par and they all... So I bet by the end of the whole guy, it was like, bloody hell, I got myself a player here. But, you know what's <laughs> mad about that is like, you could, you've literally started the hole as bad as you can. And then he's played, and he said he like, played like a pure yeah. three iron. Then he's had 60 yards left and he's played this pure pitch on and hold the putt. James is walking off there going, oh, thank oh, God for oh. that. Yeah. And then everyone else is like, how the hell <laughs> is he going to score me? A pure one, play one nice middle of the green, two putt, four. Do you know what? Like, I, I mean, like that, that. If you're playing match play, there's nothing more frustrating yeah. than having that guy you're playing or that lady when you're playing. You play like two lovely shots, and you're thinking, God, I'm got this ball under control. And they've they've freaking nobbed it in the trees yeah. on the right, <laughs> nobbed it out the trees, nobbed it on, hold the putt, and you're like, I could end up losing this hole. And you go and three jab it, and you're thinking, <laughs> I played this hole so pure, apart from the freaking putting. Absolutely, oh, no. that's that's quality, guys. Well. Thank you very much for both of those stories. Thank you for allowing us to put them in the podcast. And make sure, guys, let's reiterate this, that you send your stories into howtoruinagoodwalk at gmail.com. We want to hear them. We'll get them on the podcast. We've got plenty of stories as well that we're going to throw in there. We want to hear yours. Though. That's but we want to hear yours. That's the key. That is the key. And we hope we do them justice. So, I, think we've done them. I think we've done them justice there. I think so. I think so. James, let us know. Did we give it enough theatrical value? I, th- I, I was trying to build up the fact you were playing with like a former British amateur champion, and I think oh, I, this guy's a serious player. That's I, I think I think I really kind of flustered on there. I got a little bit flustered on trying to big <laughs> big Gary Cup. So sorry if the theatrical value of bringing the player in. It shouldn't like a drum roll or something, but <laughs> sorry. So should we go on to tour trash talk? Let's hit up tour trash talk. I just want to say, before we get into tour trash talk, that's probably the hardest story you've ever had to oh, tell mate. Josh about your boss. 100%. 100%. You're going to get into the office and he's going to send you an email and be like, Hey! Hey! What a meeting now. Yeah, what a meeting now. You went in a bit too hard. I said, you could tell the story, but not like that. And you're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Right, tour trash talk. As you know, if you listened to last week, this is where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and basically slag off. And obviously some good things about what actually happens on tour. As well as this week, we're going to give you a bit of a master's preview. 
of who we think is going to win. The most exciting week in golf. Oh mate, this year. I, I literally, I, I, I literally can't wait. From Thursday, sorry, Em, uh, I'm going to be uh, on my ass watching the Masters. The best thing about the Masters, I think, right, and this is why I prefer it to the Open, obviously, because the Open is on during the day in the UK, and you have to watch all the highlights and you sort of see the scores for the day. Yeah. Whereas the Masters is on like it's perfect time. It's like seven o'clock through to like say probably midnight, maybe a bit later. You can watch it, fall asleep, but watch the majority of it. Yeah, exactly. You get to see every, every single bit, and I just it just so excited for this week. I think I think golf needs it. I think Definitely. the way this year's gone with the Ryder Cup getting cancelled. I honestly thought though, like I said that I did some um, stuff on my YouTube channel at the start of the year, like because of, of lockdown and stuff, and went live every night, and I was saying like, do you even think the Masters will happen? Obviously, it is. Like it's happening, now. and I'm. I, I, I'm really surprised that the Masters actually going ahead. I'm glad it is, but I think it's going to be very, very different. And we'll touch on that yep. when we get into it. First, let's talk Houston Open. Yep. Carlos Ortiz winning with 13 under par. The first win on tour by a Mexican-born player in 42 years. That's Unbelievable, mad, you know. mate. It sounds bad, this, but I probably couldn't name another Mexican player. Well, this is the thing. I, other than seeing him win this weekend... I, I can't name them. Next was he? Player. Was he? He might not have already. He might not be in the Masters. I think. I'm thinking right in saying if you win that and you don't, you don't, you're not already in the Masters. You get to go and play the Masters. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Pretty cool, isn't it? Isn't it? Considering that the tied second was DJ and Hideki Matsuyama. Mate, easy for me to say. Say that, say that, say that again. Nope. Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, yeah, got it in there. I'll say it for At everybody. 11 Matsuyama. It's all right. It's the first time on a podcast for him, everybody. Um, Hideki Matsuyama is his name. Well, they're two serious players. Been around on tour for a long time, and he's managed to hold them off. Yeah. And and he held. He had two putts to win on last hole. There you go. Need to get him for par. Sank the birdie like, putt. That's the first somewhere. time they played that course, isn't it? First time they ever played the course. And there was fans. There was fans there. Fans. And only a limited number, but there was fans watching. Which which makes me question why. There's not going to be a few fans at the Masters. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think, well, how do you limit who goes in though? Like, especially well, for a major championship like that. Imagine you paid your money, like. And I guess maybe, maybe I, I don't know this, but maybe what they've done with the Houston Open is members of the club have potentially been allowed to go. It's, and a, watch. it's a lovely shout, that Josh. That would probably make sense, it's a, wouldn't it? It's a lovely shout. Where I imagine with Augusta, it's a little bit different. Um, so is, there are members there. I know there's you? members there, but. And maybe we'll see next week. Maybe it will be that. That will be the case. No, There'll be a few I, people walking. No, around. I don't. I think you might see a few of the patrons or the members, whatever you want to call them. I think you will see a few of them. Around, nothing like it. No, Houston. no, just the guys in the green jackets. You'll see, and they'll probably be wearing masks. Yeah. And leading up to Masters, are some names that were in really good form: Jason Day, Brooks Kepka, and Tyrrell Hatton all finishing the top ten. I mean, along with DJ. I tell you what, Tyrrell Hatton is on some run. I didn't realise we were looking at this yesterday. He's now inside the top ten in the world. Yeah, mate. He's he's playing unbelievable golf, and I just think this could be a good year for him. I think he got a good serious. Year. It's been a bloody no, great no, year. No, no, but already. I think he's got a serious chance at, is at he, the Question Masters. is though, is he going to rock up with his hold on? I mean, I've seen on Ian Portal's Instagram this week. It looks hot. Warm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think the hoodies is going to be a no-go at Augusta. I mean, which is annoying. I want a bit of rain. I want to see that everyone wearing a hoodie. I want, I want it to be okay. I want to feel like I can wear a hoodie then at Northern. Do you know what I mean? Because right mate, now I'm a mate, bit like... No, no, no. Can I just say one thing? You've just put Northern Golf Club and Augusta yeah, on the same no, pedestal. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's I'm what not. you just did. 
You just went, oh, if they can wear it at the Masters, I can wear it at Northenden. No, Mate, yeah. I'm going to tell you one thing. Northenden's probably not... It's a good golf course, but just not as good I'm as not, Augusta. I'm not comparing the golf course, mate. What I'm saying We've is... We've got the River Mersey. Mate. They have, mate. They have, they have Ray's Creek, mate. What I'm saying... <laughs> I'm not saying it's anything to do with the golf course. I'm saying if they wear it at the Masters, it will become acceptable you, mate, no, no. in all of golf because they can do it at Augusta. That's right, what I'm saying. It's a fair point. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you got the one thing in common. I can guarantee one thing... There's still Bridgestones in Ray's Creek and there's Bridgestones in the River Mersey. Mate. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, you've not put them in Ray's Creek. I guarantee that. <laughs> but you put them in the River Mersey often enough. Plenty of times. Plenty <laughs> so there's time. one thing in common. So, that, yeah, we'll, we'll say that's the only thing. So, yeah, if you can wear Masters, if you can wear Masters, if you can wear hoodies at the Masters, you can now wear them at Northern. Thanks, Josh. That's what I think. <laughs> Yo, also, I'd like to mention, my, the man sat to my left here last week said that Jordan Spieth was going to win the Masters. Yeah, I did. I Where did, did Jordan that. Spieth finish in the Houston Open, Alex? He missed the cut, mate. He missed the cut. He missed the cut. Form doesn't matter. Mate, Form he's not going to win. You, Mate, for a guy own, that's won. You're going to owe me a five. He's not going to finish top ten. No, yeah, exactly. Well, and you know what? You know what? If we're sat here next Wednesday and he's finished out of the top ten... I will be, I know you obviously can't see my face because it's a podcast, but I'll be the smuggest man sat here going, yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Look at all the, in that tournament, there is one, two, three, four, four players at least that finish way above him, right? And they, that's who finished in the top 10 at that tournament that are going to finish above him in this. You then got to add Bryson to that. You think Tiger's going to finish top 10? Yeah. Justin Rose will be up there somewhere. I don't think Justin Rose will be. Not you don't think? Lie. No. Well, I don't know why. I just don't get that feeling about his game at the minute. Put this here, mate. Come this time next week, I'm going to be five pound richer. I don't think you are. I, I'm going to say Jordan Spieth will finish in the top ten. I've said this, and I'm, I'm sticking to my guns. You actually said I, he was going to win. No, no, we went top ten. The, the Brett was top ten, but you said he was going to win. I know. He's not going to win. Tell you what, if he wins, I'll be. The, I'm, I wish I'd actually put a fiver on it myself. Here, I'm not going to. You should have done a five with you. But... You go and do it. Wonder what his actual odds are. That'd be interesting to see. Okay, before we get into actually going our full masters preview, I know we've sort of dotted around with that, talking about Josh losing his Bridgestones in the Mersey and comparing. Uh, Not comparing, <laughs> comparing <laughs> Northern into Augusta. Um, uh, Robert McIntyre, Bobby McIntyre, I think they all call him on tour. Actually, like we know who he is. Um, obviously, we know who he is, but no, know him personally. Um, tied third. Tied third. I've absolutely just absolutely capitulated. Winning. Uh, Aphrodite Hills is it the golf course? Aphrodite Hills yeah. they played there twice in two weeks, which for me does that does that make his win? Well, he finished little... tied third the week before. Though. I know he finished tied third the week before, but that would be his. So by the end of well yesterday, yeah, we film this on recording this on Monday. By the end of Sunday, he will have played at least eight rounds there, at least more, mate. In exactly, you've obviously, got your practice rounds. So in the space of two weeks. I mean, the score should have been really low. Do you know what I mean? And, and the scores were low. The scores were low. And I think that shows, doesn't it, that they're, they're playing and they're playing that course a lot. But fair dues to the guy. I mean, he was rookie of the year last year. Yep. And he's earned, what, just over a million last yeah, year? Yeah, I've got Unbelievable. a few, few of his results there. He finished second at Maiden Denmark. I think he lost that to a playoff. I remember watching that. I think they lost that to a playoff to um, uh, Matt Wallace, I think. I think I'm right in saying that. Um, he then finished uh, sixth. At the maiden, uh, sixth at the Open, fourth in the Italian Open, 
and second in the Betfred Masters. So, I mean, like... That's some serious form. Oh, mate. So, especially coming out in your rookie year, yeah. earning just over well, over a million million euros. That is some form. And he's and then he's now backed it up with a win. Because I, I think, like... Tied third last week, win this week. Unbelievable. Do you know what he strikes me as? I remember when Tyrrell Hatton first came out on tour... He played a little bit of Challenge Tour, then he went to European Tour, and he fin- I remember playing in the- he was playing the desert, and he had a great week, and people were like, oh, he's got to back it up, and he backed it up, backed it up, backed it up. Feels very similar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look at him now, top 10 in the world. So is that what you're saying? You're saying... Well, I, I, you know what? To, to do it in your rookie year, people be like, oh my God, that's unbelievable. But if you then went and flop, people be like, oh yeah, it was a purple patch. Da, 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 da. Yeah. The fact that he's actually backed it up with a win and some good results this year yeah. in the circumstances yeah. I think that's unbelievable and I, I I really do think he's one to watch out for the future potentially con, con, contending over in the States is he going to win the Masters? I don't think he's playing the Masters mate <laughs> no no not this year but will he win the Masters? see what he's a lefty he's a good chance it's a good chance five imagine what the, wonder what the odds are that Bob McIntyre in his um, career will win the Masters well, Mate, how long are we saying this can last though? Like, are we saying like if you had a five and now, is it like ten years, twenty years, five years? I, I don't back myself that much. He's a good player. <laughs> no, I'm not taking that back. <laughs> I think he'll have a great career though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, another thing that we saw, um, Jason Day in the golf cart. Please tell me you saw this. Yes. So like, he said, this, this is ridiculous. Big. Is he back at the Houston right. Open? Big. A lot of golfers will be able to relate to this. Big. High and right. Josh can't because he gets wounded pigeons and snap hooks, but yeah. That's your, that's your fault, coach. Big high and Ooh, right. Whoa, that was not nice. It's only a guy that makes his career with uh, giving golf lessons and he's slaying him here on the pod. Big high and right, bounce off the path, straight into the back of a golf cart. Yeah. Like, it, what are the chances of that happening? That absolutely minimal. The fact that the golf cart was actually driving and being and moved, yeah. right? But here's the thing, though. He didn't have to hit it out the back of the golf cart. No, no, because the ball's not so put to rest. So, so I, I'd give you the, well. Why last week did the guy hit out of a bag of water? Because the ball had come to rest. I mean, those rules need looking at. Jason Don't Day hit it off the like the pine. How can I'm not being funny? Well, I suppose, so yeah, how can it out, you can say how can he hit it out of a golf cart? How can he hit it out of a bag of water? If that golf cart stops, that ball's come to rest, doesn't it? No, 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 what I mean, it's not come to rest on the ground. Like, it's a it's suspended a metre above the ground. Right, okay. I think, I think I'm right in saying that's the rule. Like, it, it's like, if it ended up on the top of a bench... It would go... To, un, you have to yeah, move the bench. And it, goes well, the it, bench. Was, it was a movable bench, yeah. Because it's a, a move... I think a golf cart is a movable obstruction. Right, okay. Makes don't, a little bit more sense Don't have me. a go at me, mate. I don't make the rules. But what are the chances of that happening? Absolutely. Ridiculous. Michael. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, let's talk about it then. Masters preview. Masters. The main part of the show this week. Yeah, we have we have some stuff to talk about here. Let's start with the favourites. Okay, hit me up. Well, we said last Jordan week... Jordan Spieth. <laughs> definitely not. We said last week, DJ, Bryson, and you said Jordan Spieth. I did. I'm still, still sticking to me. Well, Bryson is currently favourite. Is with, he actually favourite? With the bookies, yeah. Bryson is favourite 8-1. to one, Or he was when I checked. And then you've got JT, John Ron and Rory. Second well, favourite. Well, I was shocked at this. I, do you know what? Like, I, I was thinking about this and I think about our Masters preview. Like, Rory obviously needs it to complete his career Grand Slam. I actually put something out on um, Instagram last night 
of my channel saying, uh, like, who do you think is going to win? And some people are saying, like, do you think Rory's going to complete the career Grand Slam? You know what I think will help him? Because it's sort of come later in the year, it's it's always the first major of the year, isn't it, usually, yeah. right? yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Rory's a chance to complete the career grand slam, get the year off to a start. And there's so much media attention on him. And, like the pressure's yeah. on, isn't it? Like, right you know what? The and start. then he, he doesn't. Oh, he's sort of the in the open when it was in Ireland. Like, he struggled with it. Like, he really struggles with that kind of pressure. Not so, uh, no. That's an over exaggeration. It's a guy that's a multiple major champion. What I mean is, like, when he's got the press on him, I think he doesn't put himself in the best headspace. Yeah. But, but I think, I, I, I think he could have a good chance. What are his odds? Well, his odds are ten to one with John. Same with John Ryan and JT, Justin Thomas. So, I think, I mean, I'd love to see him win. I really would. I don't think he will, though. I really, do. I, I just don't think he's been showing much for. Like he's played well this year. He's been really steady, but is he Masters steady? Is he like ready to go? Mate, I'm telling you, you don't believe me on this. When Pete, when some players walk through those gates and walk down that lane or drive down that lane. Something changes. Yeah. I am telling you. And some of them crumble. Oh, okay. And we're going to talk about that in Masters moments a little bit later on. So bear that in mind. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So then we've got DJ. Yeah. 12, 12 to 1. Ah, it's just, it's My just man. Strong, I reckon Benzie he's going Brooks to... pushes him down the stairs again. Ooh, bit of goss there. Bit of goss there. <laughs> um, we'll leave that one. Um, but personally... <laughs> we'll just touch the surface on that. Personally, I can't see past Bryson. There's been videos of him on the range. Yeah, we saw this before. It's in 362-yard carry, 200-mile-an-hour ball nah, speed. Yeah, you got 201-mile-an-hour, mate. Oh, the guy's a machine, mate. And this is the thing. The the mass is going to be very different. This is sure. the Bryson fan, fan Club podcast, by the it way, is, if anybody's actually welcome, interested. Welcome. Um, my email, isn't it? <laughs> but, my email is islobryson <laughs> at gmail.co.uk. And that's not me, that's Josh, by the way. But I just can't see... I just, I just think he's going to tear it up. I really do. I think it's going to be a very different year because of there not being any patrons there. And I know we talked about this before, but Ian Poulter was on doing practice rounds this week. He's been up Did there. Did he actually pull out the Shell Houston Open to go there early? I did, he pulled out because he's got back issues, apparently. But he went up there early and he'd been playing. So he played a practice round and it was ridiculous how open it looks. And I know that doesn't necessarily make a difference from for a professional point of view, like they're all very. Accurate. I think it does but though. Like, like you from think... a mental, from a mental side, mm. there's all that space. For for me, for for Bryson, I think that's a, an unbelievable advantage. I really do. You know, I don't, I don't agree with that in a sense. Like, I think like you look at the Premier League now. Like, players need the fans to get them up for something. Like, turn those competitive juices on. I think a lot of players will struggle to turn those competitive juices on because you walk on a Sunday like at the Masters and you're on watching TV and all the like is the, the roars you can hear the roars going round so you're not going to have that effect of if you're on the final group and someone's making a charge ahead of you you're not going to know apart from looking at the leaderboard you're not going to hear those roars you're not going to have that atmospheric effect 100% but on that on the same note you're not going to have that atmospheric effect so you you you're zoned in you're in your zone yeah. or you're worrying about your golf. True. Do you true, know what I mean? So true. I, I completely see where you're coming from, but I think on the flip side of it, some players could flourish and be unbelievable. And this could be their chance to do it. Do you know what I mean? It sounds terrible, I'm about to say right now. I'm sort of killing myself. Would you want to win the Masters with nobody there? Absolutely, I would want to win. <laughs> if, you, if you said to me, do you want to win the Masters at any time? Yeah, that's true. 
and no one there, just me playing, and I get a green jacket, hundred percent. Well, mate, it would, if you were just playing, you would have won. So it's probably your only chance to win, mate. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So, but I, I, I think from a professional golf point of view, they won't, they won't even think about that. But that's my point. I think, like, look at the 18th hole. Yeah, that, that, that tee shot is so narrow down that shoot, and especially so with fans narrow. there. I always think, well, if you would think this, uh, bloody hell, if a snipe one is, getting it right in the mush him. Well, well, that's the thing. Down, like, they're so like, narrow. They like line up, like like you said, up to 100 yards down. And I, I'd be thinking, bloody hell, like, I could kill someone here. But he now, is getting it in the mush. The him in the red top there on the left. <laughs> I can see you. Absolute snap up, snap up. Well, that's the thing though. But where now, okay, it's still narrow. You've got to get it through the trees. But the pressure's off. But you know, you say you were saying about oh, it being wider because there's no fans there. The fairways are... Well, it is quite wide. And I, I, I see what you're saying. But I think from a mental point of view, the mental side of it is you've got a lot more space, haven't you? Yeah, I guess. Go Do you see what I mean? Yeah. But I guess now I would say, but that's only going to play into Brighton's hands, really. Mate, that guy, I heard him say he's going to try and take it over on 13. He's going to literally try and fly the corner, the par 5 or 11, I can't remember which one he said. And he's going to leave himself mid iron him. Most people are on a hanging lie above the feet, hitting like 5 iron. Just wanting to go left, you can't go left, you can't miss it right. And he's going, he's saying, oh yeah, I might have like seven, nine, or eight, nine. And I'm like, what? And I cannot wait to see that. It's going to be, a, it's going to be so different, but I think it could be really good. Really, you know really what, good. Like, do you, know, do you know what always gets me? Like, I've seen a bit, a few people in the, in the press sort of saying this. Oh, it's going to be different this year. Um, what's the course going to be like? These guys at the Augusta have sub air systems on the green. So basically, Josh, like is looking, them out. Josh is looking at me like, what uh, the frigging hell? This way it goes way over my head. <laughs> so yeah, basically, imagine like a green, right? They're taking the whole green surface off. So like fans underneath it. I think it's fans. Apologies if it's not exactly fans. That literally they can put moisture into the greens or, or they take can take away. moisture out. So they can get the greens to play like, imagine it was a burnt summer here like we had at the start in the UK. Yeah. Like, really like, Rock or they can get them to be a bit softer. They can so, literally so, control them to whatever they want. So do you think then they, from a, I don't know whether it's a rules point of view, but from day one, they'll then change it for day four? Yeah, mate, yeah. So like definitely. day four could be rock hard. Yeah, they're getting, really they're getting, making it harder through the week. Yeah, it's like they can they can change it from round to round. So like they can oh, have okay. them on overnight between each round. So they can play different on a on a Thursday than they do on a, on a Friday. Mm. But they can't do Thursday afternoon to Thursday morning. They're different. Yeah. That's ridiculous, and you got to think from a from my perspective as a club golfer, it's hard enough putting putting is hard enough. Whether the greens hard, yeah, like apparently, like, like that's ridiculous. Like I remember when I, when I was a, a kid watching watching the footage on the BBC, and the good old Beeb. You used to have Ken Ken on the course. I used to. I loved it, but he'd go on. He'd be still on the green, and he'd, be, and so he'd drop. So cheesy, isn't he? He's and he'd, so cheesy. Yeah, but it's, it's, it, from a club golf perspective, it, it's a great way of illustrating everything. He drop one ball on his right foot, and he drop one ball on his left foot, and they'd just go. They'd literally shoot different ways. Yeah, mate, you're hitting greens and then greens. Like they always say, it's like just... you've got a green, then where the flag is, that's its own separate green. So to shoot low round there is, it's just so hard. yeah. But then every year they, they're shooting low, and that shows how good they are, doesn't it? I really it does, but I, I, you know what? I, I think the, the scores are getting lower and lower. They used to say like, if you were under par, like you got a good chance of winning. Now it's like ten, eleven under par. 
I'd like to see them really shave the banks, make it as hard as they possibly can, <laughs> and just seem absolutely squirm. I think it'll be, it'll be not don't make it stupid, don't make it unplayable, but make it as hard as they can. Yeah, I but do you not that. do you not think that the score is getting lower and lower just because a the technology is getting better or has got better clubs clubs wise, but b the players are getting better. Players are hitting it for Technology's not got that much better in the last players five, are more, six years. Yeah, okay then. Well, players are more athletic. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Whereas previously, maybe they weren't as Yeah, as but I mean, like, like in, in the last five to ten years, like I don't think it's moved on that much in, in everything. Guys are hitting it further. Yeah, Bryson, your fan club. Absolutely. Okay, so there are some new boys on the block. Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf. I think, I think he's got a good chance of being top ten. The way he's been playing... And like his performance in the US Open, I think he got a really good chance. But it's whether I mean I guess he's already done it on the big stage in the US Open, but the mass is different in it. Yeah, it, but again, like you were saying before, with not having the crowds there, some people may not have the pressure of like playing to his hands. Yeah, definitely, exactly. definitely. And Colin Morikawa as well. I don't know if it is his first Masters. I don't know. Or if it's his second Masters, but he's another one who's playing unbelievably. Like playing really, really good golf, and obviously he's had a win this year as well. And I think these guys have got a chance of being up there. And I don't know. I think it'd be very interesting to see, based on their recent form and how they've been playing, whether they can push that. Like the likes of Bryson and DJ, who have that little bit more experience in this competition in the Masters. I think they always say, like I know Jordan Spieth think won it on his, in his rookie year. Of playing you stop it. talking about Jordan Spieth. Me, I'm. You know. <laughs> Don't you dare <laughs> talk about Jordan like that. This is the Jordan fan club right now. Jordan here. or Tiger? Ooh, Tiger <laughs> like, Jordan. You think missing my point, mate? Or are you just going <laughs> to crack on? Sorry, mate. Um, my point with it is... Um, oh, God, totally lost my train of thought here. He won it in his rookie year. Yeah. No, well, what I'm saying is... What they say about the Masters is, like, it gets easier the more times you play, which sounds, obviously... Yeah, of course it does, but... Because the greens are so undulated, because there's so many changes in levels, like people don't realise how hilly, hilly it is until you go. They say like you need to really play it like eight, nine, ten, ten times to really get an appreciation of how you can play your best in it. And I think I can't remember exactly who. I think Jordan Spieth played rounds with a former former uh, winner and really like picked his brains about where to miss it, what shots to play, how to play certain holes. And I think that is one of the big things here. On, on the Masters, like, these rookies coming into it, yeah, okay, maybe they will be bullshit and just fly at everything, but I really think at this golf course especially, it's it, it's basically the more experience you've got, the better. Yeah, you've got to learn, haven't you? You've got, you've got to learn. Yeah. And I think that's where they may fall short in that, in that sense, but then look at look at Matt Wolf in the US Open. He was unbelievable, like, ridiculously good. And okay, he didn't put it together on the last day, but he, he's class, mate. And he's going to be one. And he's going to win a lot. Swing's funky though, isn't it? Oh, like, it's mad, ridiculous. Like, imagine... It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense in my head. But if it works for him, it, I guess it goes back to the whole make just all you've got to do is make sure the club faces square at impact. Yeah, he, that's all it is. He controls it where he needs to control it, and that's his way of doing it. But I I seen a video of his swing, and it was like showing the path. Yeah, I know club. what you mean. Almost that, that well, shot like with the club heads. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's is like just ridiculous. Whoo, it's like a loop, and it? it's like a figure oh, of eight. Like. How how he his it's body like, um, can do that is it's like uh, Jim Fury on steroids. It is. It's like Jim Fury, but pushed to the extreme. Like Jim Fury had that little swing at the top and bring it down, but still again, mate. His comes like way over <laughs> his head, and 
it's just and it, when he hits the balls, his both feet are off the floor. Mate, like the power that boy's got. Just crazy. But he's he's hitting it nearly as far as Bryson is, if yeah. not further sometimes. And this is and obviously that's the way the golf is going now, and I think it's great we all know that. But I think they've got a chance, you know. I think he, if he can put it together for nah, four days. You know what? I'll be surprised if one of them wins. I would really be surprised. Do you think like, they get top ten? No, I don't. I, don't, don't. I think they'll finish maybe top 25. But Do you think they'll finish above Jordan Speed? No, I don't make because they top 10 and they finish outside of it. So, <laughs> You know, actually, so moving on to the next thing, like, you know what I'm absolutely gutted about? Well, Tony, Teddy Fina might not be oh, gutted yeah. about it. Teddy Fina was That buzzing, ankle last buzzing year. Buzzing oh, mate. Like, was it last year or two maybe years ago? Maybe two years ago. Oh, mate. I can picture it now. Holy one, celebrate. Whack. So oh. What we're talking about, guys, is the par three. Be cancelled, so The par three competition has been cancelled. Okay. And... I think it's a bit of a weird one because you don't yeah. really tend to see much of it other than on like social media. No, you, there's, like, there isn't, uh, you see more of it now. You do see more of it now. Like, I've, never, I've never like covered, I've never watched it. I've never, but I've seen seen bits of it and mm. seen things happen from it. And I think it is a big part of the week, isn't it? Mm. And it like, and I think for me, it's a bit, it's sad because you get like all the old boys out. Jack Nicholas plays. All the old Josh is talking about the old boys at Northern and they are. Is it no. a Wednesday? All the oh, old boys no. are out here. You mean the greats of the game? Yeah, exactly. The old boys, the greats of the game. You'd like Jack Nicholas comes out no, and wait. plays. The old boys. Sorry, Jack. Gary Player plays and and it's unbelievable to watch. Unbelievable that they can still play, by the way. Yeah. You see Jack Nicholas the other day a few weeks back playing on Tiger's new course. That, yeah. On that last hole, that well, the 19th hole that they made, the par three. Yeah, can still swing a club. He is, mate. You're acting like he's like. Mate, he's old. He's really old, but he's mate class. Unbelievable. Going back to that match, things that I'm gonna miss. Obviously, Jack Nicholas's grandson at hole in one. one. Moments like that. The the little guys, little girls, sons and daughters out there. Yeah, that that'll be the thing that I think we'll all miss. That kind of seeing the players in a totally different space of being relaxed, having fun. But Tony Finau's gonna be happy because he's gonna go in. Fit, Mate, not with a dislocated cut. ankle. Oh, he popped it back in, didn't it he? Comes he out, like, ah, that video poof. comes out every year and it still makes me squirm. It, like, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. And this and boy has glass ankles, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if you've not seen it, I'll, I'll be very shocked if you've not seen it, but he hits hole in one, he takes off running down the hole, doesn't he? Fans are, fans are going mad, he's running down the hole. He turns, he's running backwards, and then he rolls Bang. his ankle, right? <laughs> Oh, mate, but it like pops out oh, and he's, no, he's there no. kneeling down pushing it back in place but could we... you have the ball to push it back in oh no I'd be I'd be I'm out tapping out get someone here would you be like ah, get it back in get it off of me push it in he's just gone yeah you know what mate he's bang just like, oh does nails just push it back in but do you see the pitch and the bruising oh, mate. is horrendous it was literally purple but he, but he played four days Played on it. It must played, have been so sore. Played well, I think he though. did all right, yeah. yeah. Played really well. But it's, it's things like that that I think are going to be missed. And it is, it's sad because it's good to see those moments. Like, not obviously not good for Tony Fiena to see him roll his ankle. But no, you just said it's, it's good, good to see Tony Fiena like, roll his ankle. The greats, not the old boys, the greats of the game. Yeah, thanks, playing. mate. I, sorry for everybody I was offended by Josh's first statement. <laughs> but it is. And I think it is a shame. But would it be the same without fans? What, like, would it I don't be? get why they've cancelled it. Like, I, I, I guess. Is it because it's, it's like a, I know the whole thing's like about the fans and all that, but that's like I don't know. tailored to that entertainment. It's a serious. But still, it? like, you're gonna watch it on TV. I'd still watch that on TV. I really don't understand why 
they've not got the par three. I guess because usually it's like the wives, husbands, whatever it is, people coming in. That'll be the thing. You It'd can't be the COVID. Have them, yeah, yeah, you can't have as many people in there. And so that's the issue. It would just be them playing a little par three, and they're like, "Well, it's probably well, got the, the same point? effect." Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that. That has got to be it. That's got to be why. And I, think, I think they just hit the nail on the head there. I people. think you have, lad. I think you have. Right, let's go on to our favourite masters. This is the bit moment. I've been well, looking forward. to. I say favourite masters moments. We're going to talk about some masters moments that everyone knows. Yeah. I'll start off favorites. in mine. I'll start off in mine. So, all I'm going to say to you oh, is this. Tiger. Yeah, I was really building up to a big intro there. Go on. Just Sorry. rewind, everybody. Just ignore him. In your life, have you seen anything so good? That When I hear that commentary, I think of one thing. And that, that shot on the 16th where he chips it in is like literally like, if you're watching it, you think, oh, it's an advert that. He's tried it like yeah. 30 or 40 times. No. In the Masters, I remember, I remember like watching it and he's missed it high and left. And like above the hole, and the green and the green keepers and the uh, commentators are like, he's dead, he's done. He'd be lucky to get fourth from it. It'd be yeah. great. It'd be unbelievable if he gets it down. And he's there like pacing, right? He's there like pacing to like the top bit. And he's like pacing away from the hole. Yeah. This is the I'm mad like, thing. Oh. To get that right, to chip it onto there, the ball literally nearly stops and then starts going down towards the hole and then nearly stops on the edge of the Nike logo and then goes in. It's like, but it's like this is the thing that was like the perfect Nike oh, advert in it. Nike, love that. Oh, oh, look, there's our there's our logo on that ball and it's dropped in the hole. But, like, the, like, one of the best shots in golf ever. Oh, mate, like, I get, ever. I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. It'll be crying in a minute. Um, <laughs> Don't get me all held up about Tiger. <laughs> but like this is the thing, and like you said, it's... If you looked at that shot, like on its own, mm. you'd think that's an advert. Wonder if he's even. Wonder if he's like the practice round. Obviously, they go and try and different shots and stuff. Wonder if he actually practiced that shot in the practice round. Well, I don't know. Like, even, but even if he has practiced that shot to Self get it so right, it was on the Sunday as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was on the Sunday. Yeah. yeah, he was wearing it on the Sunday. Unbelievable! Like the pressure, and that is what set him apart, wasn't it? That's what. And I get it is what sets him apart as the greatest golfer of all time. Thank it's you. things like that. Thank you. <laughs> it's things like that because okay, all these all these golfers are unbelievable, but to have a to have that imagination to picture that shot and play that shot. It's like more you, you, the you've, speed, like but you've got to back yourself to hit the ball away from the hole. It's the fact that he had to literally get the ball to stop to then roll down at a slow pace so it didn't roll into the bloody bunker or roll 30, 40, 50 foot away. Exactly. And like you look at some of the golf that's been played this year. John Rahm held that putt um, yeah. in the playoff against Dustin Johnson. I can't remember the competition. Still but, doesn't add up to that. But this is the thing though. He, but this is what I'm saying. He hit that like parallel with the hole and it come around and dropped in. Tiger's hitting this up the green away from the hole. Like just amazing. What a moment. It's the commentary as well. Like that just... It just makes it, doesn't it? It's like it's like the Aguero moment. It's like that whole. I'll just translate that euphoria. to most people. It means uh, football. Josh talking about um, when City won the league. Aguero, no, not quite got the no, same. No, but it effect. is though. It's how the commentary makes it makes yeah, that yeah, shot yeah, even yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And I think it's, I think that'll go down as one of, if not the greatest. Oh, I mean, that, that, ever. that'll be replayed for so that, many well, years. Sky Sportsman get every year, don't they? Roll oh, that out. Well, I'll be reeling that out. We'll be reeling that out on our Instagram. So make sure you go and give that a follow, everybody, if you want to see that. Also, as well as a Tony Fee now, ankle breaker. Ooh. How to in a good walk. Find us on Instagram. Okay, so what's our next one, Josh? Go on. Rory's meltdown. Yeah. And this sort of ties into us saying, will he get able to get the monkey off his back? Yeah. And this is the thing. That was... 
he was like in prime position to go and win. Yeah, into the back Everyone nine. was raving. Everyone was yeah. raving about him. He played great for the first three days. I'm sure he was leading into the final day. Yeah. And then next thing we know, le- I think he was. I think he was still a few shots ahead going into the back nine. Yeah, but then next thing we know, he's in into the cabins. It, Mate, that it, is, playing out from have in between. Have you seen how far left that is? That's like a wounded pigeon. Like yeah. he is Josh Kinder, Josh wounded Kinder, pigeon. Well, and truly, a Josh Kinder <laughs> shot right there. And that makes you feel better that Roy does that. So um, yeah, but mate, he does that one in like yeah, five hundred. Yeah, you do that one, know, in, did he? one in five. Because he then he then yeah, got it out from in between cameras, stuck it in the bunker, and then he hit the top of the bunker. That he was must, the next one. He must just wanted the world to just yeah. swallow him up at yeah. that point. It was just, I think it was just a complete, complete and utter capitulation. Right? Yeah. It just meltdown. And I think, like you said, I bet he couldn't wait to get off that golf oh. course. But, I remember watching it like, but like, imagine his caddy at the time. What do you do? You've gone from being like leading the Masters, everything's going fine. Well, what? Here's a question then. You used to carry on a European tour, yeah? Yeah. What would you do in that situation? What do you say to him? Because you got, I got two schools of thought on this, right? You st- you're there, and you're like, do you say anything? You want to make it? You want to make too much of a big situation? You don't want to build it up to be something bigger than it is? Yeah, but or, equally, surely you've got to say, you've got to say, even if it's just a, don't worry about that, mate. I mean, obviously, he's in, playing the final round of the Masters. Don't worry about you it. tell me not to bloody worry about it. But do you know what I mean, though? What, like, what would you say? No, I think you've got to just sort of go like, right, you've got to almost remind them of good shots that they've hit, get them into a process of, right, okay, now I'm going to play this. Now I'm going to play this. Like, right. give it give it the whole flush that, mate. Flush it, don't nah, worry about it. Nah, I don't... Nah, not necessarily that. It would be more like, think about... Right, okay, imagine, imagine you've sniped one, right, okay, well, what are we working on? What are we trying to feel? This is your feel, right, picture that shot. Oh, you played a lovely one in here last week on the practice round, remember, you hit that high fade. Try, no, something that was getting them out of that mindset of well, So you go down to the point of the feel and, like, the actual swing and the not mechanics necessarily, the not necessarily, No, 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 not necessarily the mechanics, but each player will be working on something in their swing. And maybe right. he'd been fearing that shot all week and then it just came out when he's under the highest bit of pressure. But you've got to remind them of, like, right, okay, this is just another golf shot, it's another process... You'll have a feeling in your swing which you're working to. It's another golf shot. It's another process. Don't worry about these cabins either side, lad. Don't worry about that. Just chip it out. Don't worry about you just throwing the masses away, lad. But then you imagine you got all you got like six, seven more holes of caddying, like knowing that you've absolutely just come home in an ambulance, like finished. Let's get back onto a more positive one. Yeah, go on. Phil Mickelson. Off the pie. Yeah, that's a good shot. Through the trees. The 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 showdowns, Tiger versus Phil. So good. That and that. That is what we... I would be, love to see this weekend, will, but I just can't will, see it happening. Will, will it be Hatton versus Bobby McIntyre? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the thing, though, like, those showdown, that that Masters was unbelievable. That shot from Phil, to get it through them trees, off, off the, the pine, pine, over the creek, and land it, like, yeah. ridiculously close to the hole, just class. And I hope we're going to see more moments like this, but is it going to be from those two? I don't think it will. I mean... You're going to see some bits that obviously that they are great players and, and almost come into like le- they are legends of the game, but I think you'll start to see these moments from other, like, other players. What I'd love to see is a Rory Bryson showdown. I think that'd be unbelievable. Or Rory DJ. They both hit it a mile. Mm. They're both unbelievable golfers. But will it be the same? These are things. Those two, Mickelson and Tiger Woods, you know are like synonymous with it. Wow. It's not me this week, everyone. <laughs> I'm not getting no, a beef. I'm joking. Alex has got beef with I'm Patrick Reed. I've never no beef with him. I think he's an unbelievable. I, I love how he plays. I've only heard. I've heard someone call him Fat Prick Reed, wow. so I thought I'd bring it out there. So sorry, Patrick Reed. I was only joking about that. Send I'll... us an email, Pat. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. No, like. 
I, I think I just I just can't see it coming with someone like Rory. Only because I don't think like with with Patrick Reed, he's got like sort of that bit of an attitude about him. And, a bit of bite, I mean, yeah, and of... that, that is, I like that. I yeah. love that, and I don't think you get that with you might get that with someone like Hatton. He's backtracking now. Yeah, isn't he? he's, he's backtracking. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> get me back out this claim. I'm thinking my way out. No, but like what my point is, like I don't think Rory's. I, don't know, I might be completely. He hasn't done like he's got that attitude like that. Like yeah. someone like Hatton has that attitude. Yeah, I no, I agree. I think, I think. With the likes of Rory and DJ, they're just class every single time. Yeah. But they it can it get a bit robotic? Do they have that in them where you where Phil Mickelson can be wayward, but, but it saves it? Yeah, but do you like, know what I mean? People have questioned Rory, like, is he really up for things? I'm sure he is. Like, oh, I'm sure he is. I think that's ridiculous. The guy's a professional. Yeah, the exactly. The guy's a professional. But, He's up for it every time. You've, when you've earned all that money, do you still have that fire and that hunger in your belly? I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating. I mean, for me, maybe on other competitions he might not, but this this is the one competition where if he's gonna have any fire, it's gonna be now. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? True. He's gonna he needs this one. This is the one he needs. And if he won it and retired, he's done his grand slam. I mean, it's not gonna happen. But do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? It's not gonna happen. There's no win, or not, he's not gonna, gonna happen. Retire if he won it. But he's he needs this one. So if he's gonna have fire in his belly at any point, it's gonna be this this week. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. Uh, right. You know, before sorry, before we move on to what's your beef, um, I, I, not not the same story as like the, the the masters or anything. Actually, no. We'll save this story for next week. It actually goes back to reminding me of it when we were going caddying. We'll save this story for next week. Uh, when I was caddying for Tom Murray and an event that we won, basically got some some guy was trying to mouth us off and trying to put us off. And I'll tell you the full story next week. So next Wednesday, a little bit of a teaser that is going to be included in tour trash talk because we were getting trash talked in the middle of an event. Well, I say in the middle, wow. towards the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll leave that on for next week. So now let's get into what's your beef, right? Wait, before we do that, one last chance to change your pick. No, Jordan Spieth, sticking with him, mate. So you're, you're saying Jordan Spieth's going to win the Masters? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm saying... But that's what I'm asking you. I, want, I know you're saying Jordan Spieth's going to finish top 10, but this is your chance now. Who is going to win the Masters? I'm going to stick with him. Jordan Spieth to win the Masters. You heard it here first. I'm going to say... Bryson, probably. Correct. My man is going to pull through. He's going to hit right, it mate, a million we miles. You, we had your Bryson parade last week. Let's move on. Up, oh, Bryson. Come on. <laughs> okay, so what should be? Here we go. This starts off, right? So, as you know, unfortunately, here in the UK, like we can't even play golf, which I'm not going to go into because we spoke about it last week. We are like, back in lockdown but you, 2.0 yeah but you can't even play bloody golf anyway i'm not going into that because i'll i'll rant about that for i think we need to talk about it okay well can i just talk about this one first go on okay so this was on the wednesday before all the golf courses were being closed on the thursday so the day before closing right okay so to do the new handicap system this guy at Motram hall walked into the shop and jason who's had a golf there what this guy walked into the shop and was just like Watson Jason went, ah, oh, I've got a test for you. Got a test for you, Jason. Got a test. Jason's like... Sounds a bit aggressive. He, he was aggressive. Um, and Jason's like, yeah, well, what is it? Right, how do I how do I put a card on? How do I put a card in from your handicap? And Jason's like, 
yeah, Matt, um, who's our handicap secretary, uh, one of the pros there, you have to, I have to ask him. Unfortunately, you would be able to use the computer, but because of COVID, you can't use the computer. Because yep. in either situation, you go on the computer, you go, right, I'm putting a supplementary score in, and any score can now count towards your handicap. This guy was basically just being awkward. Walked in, knew he couldn't use the computer, and then starts going, this is despicable, this has not been prepared for, starts mouthing off, being... And honestly, I was stood there like, wow, how rude is this guy? So then, anyway, he comes back in after his round, walks in, tail between his legs, saying, oh, I'm so sorry. And I thought I'd say, quite rightly, you are a rude old man. And my, my beef with this, Josh, right, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go on with this, because it's the fact that you get to, you be, this guy went, I've been here longer than you. Who gives a care? Okay, I wasn't going to really swear that. Well, you're going to go, you're going to go in there, you've saved yeah, yourself there. yeah. Who gives an absolute flying whatever? I don't care how long you've been there. You don't have to be rude. And my beef with this is you get people who are members at a golf club and because they've been there 20 years, 30 years, but, I've been here since I was a boy. No one cares, mate. But that's give you any progressive. But this is the thing, though, is that, is, that the, is that one of the issues with golf at the minute? That's what, oh, yeah. One of the issues with golf in general, not in the minute, in general, definitely, is definitely. you're trying to get a younger crowd into the game, but then you've got guys like this that... Are just ridiculous, like dinosaurs, mate. Nobeds. Nobeds, love that. Honestly, love I, that. I was going to go in even more, but it just, I was stood there. I didn't want to, because obviously Jason's the head of golf, he's the boss there. I didn't want to be like, whoa, what are you saying? Because it's not for me to go out. He, he's yeah. like the top guy. I felt, I felt like literally going, what are you doing? With a day before not being able to play golf, go and enjoy your golf. Yeah, and this is the thing as well. With this whole new handicap, the new handicap index. No one really knows here in the UK what they're doing. I have got no idea what's going on. I was stood on the tee at Northern and the last uh, when we, the, the last week we could play. thirteen playing fifteen or thirteen playing. I was like, how do I read this chart? What is going on? Like, There's where do I start? Too many numbers. Apparently, you start in the middle on the tee that you're using and work out. But I didn't know that. I had, Mate, I've got no idea. I have no idea. But if it's gonna bring my handicap down, then great. So that's my first beef, everybody. I think we do need to discuss golf course, golf yeah. club shutting. We talked about it last week. We'll touch on it briefly because I was listening to the radio and Darren Goff made a very good point, right? And it baffles me because the government in the UK have said that you can go for a walk with someone outside your household. Well, mate, we went for a walk. We have a walk. We have a walk on the golf course. Yeah. And this is, what, this is what brings my point. So early in the week, we went for a walk, discussing the podcast, doing a bit of planning. And you can do that by law. But they said golf courses have to shut. The point that Darren Goff made was, so hold on a minute, I can go to my golf club, I can stand on the first tee, I can walk 250 yards, mm-hmm. I can stand in the fairway, or in the trees, we, I can walk, <laughs> I can walk another 150 yards, stand on the green, and I can walk to the next tee box. So I can, in essence, walk the golf course how I would want to play that golf course, but I can't hit a ball around. What is the difference? I'm not using your clubs. I'm not you no. like I'm not using other people's we're not touching the, the virus flags. knows, mate, though. The virus knows if you're hitting a bad golf shot and, and it comes out. And this is the thing, again, we're not poo-pooing this virus, we understand, but it's the it's the how just mad these rules are. You know are. what? I, 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 I do you know what the reason why I, I don't understand why they, they It's the inconsistencies yeah. the real No, club. but I don't understand why they've cancelled in the first place, but I understand why they didn't just go someone sends a petition in and then now you can do it because then every Everyone other sport, just, yeah. cricket would do it, football would do it, rugby would do it. They'll send a petition in saying, oh, it's good for our mental health and fine. Well, they can't be seen to petition rules the world. Uh, no, I know, 100%, and I understand that. But then just don't open the clubhouse so you're not going to have do people it like when they first opened up. 
it's not hard. Even if you want to make it even stricter, one person on the tea box at a time, one person yeah. on the grease at a time, spread the tea times out. I mean, come on. All you're doing is going for a walk. It's the same thing. The same thing. You just might ruin it by playing golf. Really? Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. Now, next one is another beef of mine, Josh. Bag position. And this, this, comes is from mad- you. this is the this maddest beef. This is the maddest beef. This is the This comes from you. So we played at May the other week, right? I didn't do it, mate. Yes, you did. <laughs> you all did it. And I'm like, lads, we're walking this direction. Don't put your bag there. So, right, imagine this. We're on the par four. We've... Let me just say no, no, this no. is a proper pro golfer beat, this, not. mate. This is a it's proper not. pro It's not. It's actually beat. just being efficient and walking the correct way. <laughs> okay, so imagine we've hit up this hole on the green. The flag is on the front, uh, back right, okay? Flag is on back right. We're walking to the right afterwards, okay? We're walking to the right afterwards, okay? Josh chips it, or actually hits a second shot, front left. He then chips it onto the green, leaves his bag at the front of the green, grabs his putter, puts out, I'm like, mate, you've now got to walk back to front left to come back to back right where the next tee is. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Right, you've that... got to move your bag. <laughs> move your bag. If I was in the fairway, and you're talking about hands on hip moment last week, Ooh. I would be hands on hip moment going, <laughs> what is this guy doing? Right. And I understand that. I appreciate that. But... You don't understand it. You, just, you don't understand <laughs> no. it at all, mate. You still so did it after ch- that. Ch- after me giving you a slagging off, you were still doing it. And I'm there. Oh, what are you doing? So I chip on from front left, though. And the ball's in between me and the flag. So you're telling me I've got to pick my bag up, walk past the ball, yeah. put like by, I don't know, 30 yeah. yards, put my bag down, walk back 30 yards. That's going to take longer. It's not 30 yards. How big's the green, mate? Big. That's going to take longer. No, you, it's my not. Point is, Let's my... work this out, right? Let's work this out, <laughs> right? Your flag is back left, back right, right? You are front left, right? Think about it this way. You're going to chip it on. You say you've cut the difference in half. You've chipped it half. You've got a shit chip, which is one of Josh always does. Uh, <laughs> he's then got his putter out his bag, walked to his putt, Right, then he's then right. putted it up to the hole, then putted it again. So you've got oh, to walk, wait, 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 one put, okay, one put, whatever it is. You've got to go <laughs> get your ball out the hole and walk all the way back. This is my thing, right? You chip it on halfway, shit chip, pick your bag up, <laughs> put it back right, only got to walk back, chip it, pick it up, gone, off, season next tee. It is a good 30 seconds. You do that every single hole. That is why you're out there for four and a half hours whoa, chopping whoa, whoa. round. I am not out there for four and a half hours, mate. <laughs> I'm Don't give me that. Well, I'm. I'm going to accept your beef and I will endeavour. By the way, can I'll anybody endeavor. relate to that? Uh, and like we say every week, like if you've got any what's your beef, do send them in. Like We've got loads sent in this week. We're just picking out these two because we all had them written down and we didn't expect the, the, all the emails that we get. So guys, so thank you so much for the support on that. So do send what's your beef into our emails. But if you can relate to that as a club golfer, 100%. back me. Back me. Don't back that it. That is the biggest it's load of... You, Nate, I'm not being funny. You've not even like you got a trolley. Yeah, like <sighs> you carry your bag. You can walk over the green. If you've got a trolley, I can sort of understand it. Okay, mate. I, will fact, ac- I can't understand it. I <laughs> can't understand it, period. I will accept your beef and endeavour to do better, mate. I'll tell you what, if you play with you again, I'm going to kick your bag over if you're doing that crap. <laughs> won't make any difference that, does it? Do that every time anyway, you hit a big shank into Oi. the trees. <laughs> I knew that was coming out. So, have we got one more here? No, we're going to move on to... Move on. Yeah, we're going to move on to... Um, tech talk and we're going to start off with um something that i want to bring up because i think these these things are really cool uh gps's so two of them that i really like 
Um, so are we talking like we're not talking like a bushmill here. We're talking no, like talking like GPS. Like like you having your what? Yeah, in an ideal situation, I think you should have a. It obviously, it's not cheap. But in an ideal situation, obviously, have a GPS, like a watch or something, and a bushnell because then you can see like front, middle, back. But you can also get like a yeah. direct one, right? But overall, if you had to want to do that, I would go laser, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the two that I really like, is, and, the, and again, not just for golf reasons, the Garmin S62, I think it's a class watch because I've, I've been using my fitness. That's why I'm bringing this up. Like for walking, calories, whatever it is. But you can also get auto caddy. You can look at your rounds. Wait, hold on a minute. This is the watch that you've got, right? Yeah. Didn't you have it set on meters for like the first yeah, mate, six months of using it? I've still it. got it set on meters. <laughs> still don't know how to change it for meters to yards. Works out his clubs in yards, but uses meters on his watch. Cheers. Mate, I can convert meters to yards like that. So All don't right. you worry about that. Sound lad. Um, the next one, I'm going to gloss over that. The, the, ne- the next one is this. I've not actually used this, but Bushnell brought out like a wingman speaker. One that you can literally mag- magnet side of your buggy. Right, okay. Plays music and gives you yardage. And that's pretty cool. Do you not think... I think that's really cool. I think, again, these are the kind of things that golf needs. But do you not think you're going to get people complaining about that? Imagine you with your music turned up to Northern. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Not a Northern. Augusta Northern. Uh, elect. Oh. Um, but do you know what I mean? Do you not think people are like... 50 Cent going through the speakers. Uh, right, pop no. smoke. He's there like, yo, 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 yo. The, oh, old, sure. boy, the old boy's at Northern. And, hey, what is this? Despicable stuff. But that's, the po- that's my point, though, is... Do you not think people will complain about that being yeah, well, well, course. I know, think it's great. I, I think it's really good for gear. Uh, I've seen you've shown me the the videos and stuff of it and the pictures of it. I think it's a really good idea. I've seen people doing a similar thing with obviously other devices, but the fact that this gives you GPS as well, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I think this is all stemmed from um, um, spring break. Um, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas. I think. Ben, uh, Billy Hass or something. I don't know. I can't remember the final. There's four of them. Basically, went on spring break. They were playing in Hawaii. Yeah. And they were just I've like music blaring. Yeah. And it was absolutely hilarious. And I think, obviously, Bush and all gone, you know what? There's something in this. Yeah. If we can set up a yardage where you stop and you press the button for a yardage or... I don't even you can speak to it. I don't really know much too much about but it. But this is... How... How accurate is that going to be? Because... Just I'm like sure... any GPS though, mate. Like, yeah, you, I know. You... But I'm sure a lot of golfers out there have like the apps on their phone that have the yardage mm. on it. And I've used them in the past. But how accurate actually is it? Like your watch, how ac- how accurate actually is it? Because it obviously doesn't know where the hole is. No, no, no. But you can you can like most clubs have like uh, front, middle, back flag system, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So you can you can move on my watch. You can like move the thing. I'm doing it on my wrist here. I'm as I'm talking. It's not even wearing his watch. Not even wearing the watch. Sorry. <laughs> it's a great watch, but I'm not even wearing it. Um, you can like move it to like front, middle, back. So it gets like a rough rough yard. Right, so that's okay. what I'm saying. Like if I had to have one or the other, I would definitely be laser. Ah, uh, because it gives you more accurate. Yeah. Right. Okay. Definitely. That's that's fair enough. And but like I said, I think I think it's a great idea. I really do. I think it's really good for the game. Um, By again, the way, if anybody's got one of these, yes, send, say what you think of it. Like we we're doing this tech talk, and we're just talking about tech that we like the look of and and whatever. But what what do you want us to talk about? Fire stuff in. Give us a review, and we'll read out what you think of it. If you've got a new driver or you've got new something, send it in, and we'll 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 fly fly fly. <laughs> we'll we'll fire out your opinions. This is the other thing though as well. How accurate? You know the the lasers. Yeah. How accurate can they be? Because because I've used them, it gives you like. 124.2. Yeah, but mate, you're here shaking like, uh, oh, like this. You know what I mean, though. Hands going like he's <laughs> about 50 million sugars in his coffee. By the way, on that note, oh. on that note, right, we're going to expose Josh. Josh, Josh is very not golf related at all. He's healthy. Doesn't actually drink at all. But, but 
This is a man that goes and has a coffee before round of golf, by the way. Before round of golf. This is a myth. This is horrendous. Before round of golf, absolutely starts shaking like a shitting dog. Um, and he's there. So, I mean, so what you're having a coffee, right? I have a, just a latte. Very weak latte. This guy has a latte. He has a, he has a vanilla latte. So, bear in mind, that's vanilla sugars in it. Two, two dollops of it. And then he has... Two sugars. Two sugars. Four Don't sugars. Say on four. It. Two sugars. He has... Three sugars. I don't like coffee, but I needed to put me up. And yes, I was still on the putting green, a little bit like shaky. Lad, lad, I can't hold control my putter here. <laughs> so he's telling me there, oh, you can't use your bushnel. I'm, I'm lazing the wrong things. There's no bloody wonder. Back to the bushnel. Oh, get this away from me. Back to the bushnel. How accurate can that be, though? I know because you can get them where, and I know you can't use it in the competition, but where it gives you the slope. Hmm. I feel like that. But how, how accurate actually is it? I know, obviously, as a club golfer, you maybe work to uh, 10 yards, don't you, really? 10, 5, 10 I guess yards. I guess they're like one to two yards accurate. I'd say, and the more expensive ones are gonna be more accurate. Yeah. Because you can get ones that say are like 30, 40 quid. You can, get, you can obviously pay up to some of them now are like three, four, five hundred quid. Yeah. So and I'm guessing that those ones are like the the more expensive, the more, more accurate ones. I'd say. So I'm just speculating. Just to pick your brain a little bit on this. So as a using one of them, and I've I've used one of them as a club golfer. Mm. I know that my yard is roughly maybe to five to ten yards. Yeah. What do you what do you work to? No, but what do you work to as a as a pro? And like when you're on tour, what do those guys work to? I always try and work to the exact, even if I'm not that good to do that. I think if you aim to at the exact and you're five yards out, then mm. that's it. But to answer your question, like what they do on tour. So here you go. I remember caddying for Tom at tour school, um, and we had 103 yards two times in an event. Right? Yeah. 103 yards two times. Yeah. He hold it twice. That's different rounds, different rounds. That so like ridiculous. you're saying, like how accurate you can can you be? So he's so, like Bob on there. Yeah. So like this is 103 yards, and we've gone like right. What do we want to pitch it? So we said actually one of them. We were no no no. Can't even get me. I can't even speak today, everybody. So we said both of them. We wanted to pitch past the flag and bring it back. So, yeah. so like we're like, try and pitch it 105, <laughs> slope behind and bring it back. All those club golfers. That's what we're thinking. It. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna pitch it 105 and bring it back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like so. I guess they're working to literally like the yard. The yard. And whether they work, whether they, whether they can work the yard, I guess them. Well, clearly, I think on yeah. the shorter clubs, they're, they're really, really good. The thing that gets me is like how good they are at controlling like the fly, the distance with their short irons. It's it's a joke. So I'd say, on the whole, I reckon they're working to like one to two yards. Literally, that's, maybe that's even the yard. Crazy. That is absolutely crazy. But Which, you can't use these on on tour. No, no. But then the books that they have are so will you, as accurate. So on your practice round, do you take one with you? Yeah, I, 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 I used to take one out and just like check a few of them, check a few yeah. yards. And the caddies would like speak saying, "Oh, is there any ones that aren't quite right?" Said, "Yeah, oh, this one here, the green's a bit bigger than it actually suggests." So giving the competition a bit of help there, isn't it? It is, and it isn't because it. it yeah, I guess, but. That's mad. That. I, I wouldn't have thought you you would talk. Like yeah, that. but you you got to think like you're you're giving them a bit of advice on one bit of the green where the book's wrong. So this person might have been helping do the book and might be like, oh, I could have done it wrong. Like, right, got it. Whatever. But yeah. like, I, on a on a round, I would just check how big the greens are. I I double check the layups. Like, is it right? But the thing the book tells you, like, you basically play every shot as a flat shot. Right, okay. So, like, you have the book, then you have, like, it says, get, always get the numbers to the front of the green. So, there's always a T at the front of the green. Right. Then you ha- basically, when you get to a, the spots in the fairway, so imagine we walked to the 150 yard spot. This spot would say 150 yards to the front, and then it'd have next to it, like, plus or minus. Right, okay. Say five or ten, five, five, plus five or minus five, depending whether it was up or down. So, say, for example, it was down five yards, it'd be playing 145 to the front. 
Right, okay. So then I'd add, I'd add the flags the flags 10 yards on. So not, instead of that shot playing 150 plus 10, then it would be playing, say, for example, well, 160 yards. <laughs> It'd be playing 150, downhill 5, 145 wow. plus 10. But that shot plays 155 on a flat shot. So that is how those guys can be a lot more accurate. Because in an event, we, we, got a, we can purchase bushnells that give us slope, but actually... We're just sort of we can't use them in an event, and we're judging my case that up, down, like take a few off. Well, they've got it exact, absolutely exact. That is, that's unbelievable. And I hope you guys appreciate how unbelievable. I I think that's amazing to hear how these guys do it. Yeah, mate. And like, I think that's where having Alex on this is a very very Thanks, like, valuable Thanks, because mate. actually Thanks, I think mate. we should discuss this next week or yeah. in one of the later podcasts is talk about your time on tour because stuff like that is invaluable to I me. have some stories that there's a story of me and again obviously I'm mentioning Tom because I spent a lot of time with him our first event on tour all I'm going to say is seven hours in the wrong direction I only told my parents last week or two weeks ago the story right. do you know the story? no we're having that next week we're having that next week is that is that I don't. We're not going to go into it, but is that chopper of the week worth it even though it's not necessarily nah, it's not to do, it's, not, it's not even to do the golf course that's even better it's not, it, it, it even get to the golf course no nah, it, so we're Choppers of a different respect. <laughs> Not that, though. Right, let's move on to our next point. Do you want to talk yeah. about... So, let's go... I want to just gloss over this quickly. I want to move on then to Tiger Woods. But Bubba Watson, lifetime contract Mad. with Ping. That's ballsy. That's or ridiculous. that's ching, ching oh, all the way to the bank for him. Bubba Watson is laughing with that. But this is the thing, though. I guess... Because he's not necessarily one of the highest performers anymore on tour. But, yeah, he's a double masters champion. I know, yeah, I know he's a double masters champion, but realistically, he's not up there with the guys like Bryson, Dustin Johnson, Rory. He's not up there, is he? But he is different to them all. He is probably the most relatable golfer from a club golfer perspective because yeah. the guy hits the most ridiculous shots. He's got the most ridiculous. Even more ridiculous than Matt Wolf's swing, like the way he swings the club, the way his feet move. And I think it could be an absolute masterclass from Ping because they're sort of, it becomes relatable for a club golfer. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's nowhere near, like he's unbelievable golfer, but the way he plays, and he's a character. Mm. So actually, it could be absolute marketing genius and they could really smash it from, from well, having it's this. the fact like he's got that pink driver in it you can't it's a pink you, driver you but, can't miss him but it's also a loyalty thing yeah. he's been with them for so long I, and I imagine being a double master champion he's had numerous numerous deals offered to him oh 100% and but I think they'll. I can, what I can see happen is like there's, there's videos of him hitting sideways off tees and sticking it in another fairway with big hooks well, and... that, that, the shot that gets me is that Masters moment where he's hooked that pitching wedge onto the green and won in the playoff like oh. that shot's a hook with... you try and hook your pitching wedge it is nigh on impossible and he did yeah. it but this is where this is where he's sort of relatable okay not that side but the fact that he's ended up where he's ended up and but yeah. he, he's he what makes him better is how he saves it and hitting like the the videos of him driver off the deck, big hooky drivers like following fairways. Right, he can carry it over the wall, but no, no, he'll just follow it around the fairway and run it up onto the green, and it's, just it's, unbelievable. It's cool to watch, especially yeah. in, in a world of where everything's becoming so like methodical. Like it's yeah. quite refreshing. But then the other thing as well, who else do they sponsor? Uh, Louis Eustazen, um 
Mate, they sponsor some big players. Oh, well, that's my point out the window then. Yeah. I was going to say is if they don't sponsor that many guys, well, it's they, not no, like they're not, they don't sponsor so many people as like Taylor May. That's things like Taylor May, like Cobra. Westwood. Well, I suppose there's some Mate, big they names. Got some big names there, so so they are forking out a fair bit. Of money, Tony Fina, I want to say, is pink. Was pink? Is pink? I have no idea. I'm gonna say. Um, so on to Tiger Woods. Okay, what's in the bag? So we're gonna sort of well, we're gonna, we're gonna call out what's in the bag. So Tiger Woods is currently um, using, or I should say this. Uh, at the moment, Tiger Woods has just changed from the M5 to the Sim. Tailor made Sim. It's good for Tailor made, isn't it? Very good. To be for fair, then this is a very interesting conversation to have about talking about Tiger's bag because for years and years and years. It was Nike. We all know yeah. that. We all know what happened. But was it Nike? This is the thing. Is this... It's like... The worst... The worst... Well, the best marketing from Nike, but the worst... Apparently... Disastrous... Apparently... Marketing from another Two company. things here. I'm going to bring two things up. So, uh, uh, let me just say, so he's using the prototypes, the Tiger Woods tailor-made uh, blade prototypes. And has um, he been using tailor-made since he came back? Mm, following all the issues he had? Yeah, and the pretty much. No, no. Uh, yeah, pretty much, I think, yeah. It's on and off. Um, and he's got his... Uh, Scotty Cameron Select puts it back out. Um, the reason why I'm only glossing over this, because we all know what clubs use. He's a Scotty Cameron blade when he's on yeah. his best. He uses bladed irons, uh, and he's now on a tailor-made driver. But the thing I want to get into with this is, like, Josh has sort of speculated there. Ball and irons, right? Apparently, we're only saying apparently, everybody. We're not, we're not suggesting this. Um, when he was using Nike, they were actually tartless irons. That's nice. But how disastrous is that from a... They must have got paid a fortune from Nike. Well, I mean, they, they would have, they would have been. But that could have been them. That could have been their ball dropping that hole. But how many people do you see with Nike irons? That's what I don't get. None. Exactly. But this is the thing, though. I've seen people with Nike drivers previously. Yeah. Like the big square face drive, like That's the big square drivers. Horrific soundings. Oh god. But you never really saw anyone with Nike irons. No. And I haven't looked. I don't know if you can buy Nike. I think it was that whole thing anymore. that they wanted like a Nike athlete. No, they don't make any hardware anymore. Don't. Period. That's why he changed. But then, but then, why, why would Titleist allow that? Because let's just spell well, it out. What, what the word say, of it is is tight, they were Titleist clubs. It was a Titleist ball. Yeah, and the word, the yeah. Word. The word is that um, it is uh, is a Titleist ball. Oh, no, no, no. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. It's a Bridgestone. It's ball. a Bridgestone ball. Sorry. Yeah. It's a Bridgestone ball. Which is pretty much the same as a Titleist ball. Pretty much, um, and that it had a Nike logo on. Now, I don't know if that's. Obviously, it's all speculation for us, but that's like the biggest, well, marketing scam ever. Actually, I imagine. Mad that. But what I don't know is this is this is where I got we got to be careful because like, like the tailor made irons are literally like a copy of his blades. Yeah. And tailor made could have made a copy, whereas Titleist could have. Uh, Nike. Nike could have gone right. Okay, Tiger, what irons you love? Oh, I love these because he's number one in the world. Okay, we'll make you something that's exactly like them. Yeah. So they could have been exactly the same as what he was using. But still, you could argue that. But then, is... where do they get the tech from? Like, Titleist are a golfing brand. Yeah. One of the biggest golfing brands, if not the biggest. Yeah. Where did Nike? Yeah, but get Nike, that tech Nike from? are a big brand just in the world, aren't they? Yeah. Nike but this is all Titleist. speculation. We don't know. What we do you know. think? Email us in. Like, do you think he actually had them copied, or what? Are they just close replicas? What is it? What do you think? Either way, either way, Nike have smashed it and. The Titleist and Bridgestone haven't. But then say that now, he's playing the Taylor Maids, he's playing the Bridgestone. He's still sponsored by Nike, but and they've got the best piece of the puzzle. They've got the clothing and yeah, 
yeah because this is this is the thing that clothing is synonymous with him isn't it yeah especially come Sunday where he's wearing black Sunday and red there, like if he's wearing that red and he's walking down that last in that final group I'm like they'll be crying again softly. oh will I but so, let's move on to the balls then okay I think we need to move on to the balls I'm a big fan of the old Bridgestones as is we all know he, is he and this is the thing what, what uh, is you know what okay so I was told this story right uh, when I was a junior golfer that apparently Titleist again we're only I mean this is what I've been told don't know if it's true so guys email us in if you know anything on this um, that Titleist actually copied a Bridgestone golf ball and they had to pay them um, the rights or something back to it I don't know what quite is a story but apparently Bridgestone did the original ball I don't know what they called it and then t- Titleist copied it, copied it. yeah apparently but, but what difference does it actually make I know obviously a Bridgestone or a Titleist Pro V1, it's going to make a lot of difference to your pinnacle gold. But yeah. my point is, from a club golfer perspective, what difference does that actually make? Okay, so let me uh, go and watch my YouTube channel. I've done a review on this. And... <laughs> <laughs> <Bug> no. <it>. <laughs> no, so like, um, I'll give you two answers. So for a pro who plays in the European Tour and PGA Tour, they'll instantly be able to tell you the difference between the feel of the golf ball. So they're probably looking at a few things. How does it feel? How does it react around the green? And then what spin numbers does it give me with driver and my irons? Is it going to give me the optimum spin where I'm keeping the ball in the air for longer and making the ball go longer? Okay. Is it going to do the same with the irons? Is it going to be coming down where I can spin it and stop it? And then is it going to give me that control on the green? So that they're looking at it from that aspect. A club golfer, I guess, the argument is if you don't repeat your swing as much, not they don't repeat your swing, if your swing's not got the same mechanics that happen all the time, then what's the point? Like, I don't know. But... What I'd say is club golfers got a lot to watch for, and my advice on this is short game, get a ball you like the feel of, and then get a ball that's going to give you the most distance from the tee. So that necessarily, I would potentially go for a... Bridgestone XS. Well, I'd potentially <laughs> go for a more middle-of-the-road ball that's going to offer you good distance, and that's and this is something why a ball fitting, I think it's so overlooked, you've got to go and get that done. So he normally does that, do they? Yeah. I've, I've had it done once. No, I've had it done once. Titleists do come down and do it, and and they basically tell you from their range what they think you should use. And it's amazing. Yeah. I've had a lot of good players that have been more like, oh, you should be like NXT Tour or the AVX, which is like a combination of yeah. them both. And some of it is, is it is it true? Is it just marketing and this speculation? Is, this, is it, see, this is is it any thing. difference in a Pro V and a Pro V1 X? We just told there is. You know what's mad? Titleist two years ago, Swapped over the Pro V and Pro V1 X. Now in my head, I was like, "You must have a shitload of Pro V1 X left over, or a shitload of Pro V1, and you're swapping you over." But this is the thing, though. I had I had a ball fitting done a long, long time ago when I was a junior by Strixon. Well, that's okay. good. It's not no different. Nice swing, it way different. Yeah, no, no. But my <laughs> point is, they were saying, "Well, oh, you should you should play a Z Star, not a mm. Z Star Pro or whatever." Is that it's the called. most expensive ball? Exactly, and this is my point. So that well, ball the thing thing, is, are they just selling me a ball? Well, the thing is though, with that, it's like obviously the premium ball is going to perform the best blanket because it is the premium ball. But is it going to perform the best for you? That's what you. That, that's what you've got to work out. So that's what I'm saying. You've got to work out: is that ball giving me the good numbers or good distance on the tee? And then do I like how that reacts on the green? Because like for me, I could go and use say like ball like Josh Bridgestone. I get a great distance off the tee. But I personally wouldn't like how it feels around the green because I'm used to using a Pro V or I'm used to using a Z Star. I'm used to using a softer golf ball. So like that, that's just I guess a little bit of personal preference. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it is very interesting. It's very interesting to try and understand that because especially me from a club golf perspective, mm. like I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. Ball's a ball. Do you know what I mean? A ball's a ball. It's round. And 
Yeah, exactly. So I guess it's, it's always good to look at those, like from your side, mm. what a difference it actually makes. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree, mate. Totally agree. But guys, I think that, that, that wraps us up for episode two. Episode two, done and dusted. Of How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to give this a follow. I think you can follow it on... Subscribe. Subscribe. You, can you, do you both? can follow on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple. Leave us a review on Apple as well. That'd be great. Really do appreciate it. And any feedback, if you want to message us on Instagram, email us on the how to ruin a good walk at gmail.com. The Got longest it. email in the world. Got it right this week as well. Didn't say how to ruin a good podcast. Got it right this week. <laughs> If emails and feedback we want to hear from you guys we want to hear your beefs we want to hear your choppers of the week and I think the most important thing this week is enjoy the Masters oh mate can't wait enjoy the Masters and remember we're back next Wednesday yes every Wednesday because that's before the competition started isn't that right Alex it is but mate this is getting really dragged out now so uh, <laughs> thanks guys see you next week